When you're drinking a frozen beverage from McDonald's, your brain may not like how refreshingly cold it is, but the rest of your body, oh yes, it's gonna relish every moment of it because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Get all the chill you need for just $1.69 from any size frozen drink like a frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry to a new ice cold lemonade. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Hi, this is Elton John here. Throughout my U.S. tour last year, we heard from thousands of fans that financial security and financial planning are hugely important to them. So important that David and I are continuing this vital conversation into 2023. Together with the Alliance for Lifetime Income, I'm spreading the word about the importance of protected income, which is money you're guaranteed to get. Like me, I'm sure you have big plans for your next chapter. Protected income from an annuity helps ensure you have all your bases covered so you can have the financial freedom to tick off your bucket list. The first step is to decide what's on your bucket list. Then meet with your financial advisor to ask if you have protected income and get their help making a plan that fits your unique financial goals. Join me and my friends at the Alliance for Lifetime Income. Together, we can help make financial freedom in retirement a reality for more Americans, starting with you. Go to protectedincome.org today. everybody and welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast on this um, warmish September evening because it was cold at the start of the week. Have we put the heating on? Once. Chris, Adam and Andy. Once. Sadly, uh, yeah, twice. Twice. Not at all. I'm, I've been wearing shorts all week. Well done. Yeah, well you joking? Done. I'm wearing them now. I stand there looking at like, that meter thing that tells you, you how, much, how much you're spending. I, I, had to, I, had to, I, yeah. I had to turn that off because you just upset. Oh no! Yeah. Seventy pounds to turn it off. No, nope. yeah, that's scary. That's a scariest than any scary book you can ever read. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a smart meter. Oh yeah. But anyway, welcome everybody. As I say, Andy, Adam, and Chris are here to talk all things legitimate wrestling episode. Andy's very We've excited. actually got a need to for the first time. Actual need. Like, Chris, this, well, is, this is where me and you leave the room yeah, and, and get invited anyway, back a bit later. We'll, we'll get onto it. We'll get onto okay. it. Don't I'll come to you, Chris, for all yeah, the amount of knowledge. Got my input. Right, before we start, because I think it's uh, first episode of the season, Adam, first episode this season. This is true. This is why I went for a cup of tea as well. I thought I'd toast my first. Adam and Chris have gone rogue and gone for the teas this week rather than squash. But there is a reason. We have gone There's a valid reason for the teas. And for Adam, Adam, you look like a man of course who would like a new brand logo, don't you? Just before you think that tea. You ooze branding. I am. I'm all about branding and logoing. So brand logos are right up my boot. Well, before we go any further, before we go any further, if you're looking for that or a web design or your business needs a logo or a bit of marketing, go and look at our partners, Pixel Yeti Media. They're not just web designers, they're a creative agency that cover all your design needs from websites, brochures and signage to marketing, logo design and branding. So go check them out, Andy. Andy, Adam. Andy. And Andy as well. I'll have a look. And Chris at pixelyetimedia.com. Okay. Yes. There we go. I shall. Uh, right, bit of uh, housekeeping first. Ema, we talked last week about where does Nuno live. We discussed it. We didn't know where he lived. Uh, I do, I do, I do. 
But before you do, <laughs> uh, Andrew Watts might do. He emailed in uh, this week saying, Hi, just listened to the pod where the lads discuss where Nuna lives. Uh, I believe you mentioned the mailbox in Brook. I think he lives somewhere near Tetnall. Uh, I've seen him a couple of times in the co-op buying a loaf and after training, uh, the missus uh, managed to snag Snag, snap a sneaky pick too. Wonder if he's been to Mo Kamara's wine bar as well. Keep up the good work. What loaf was it? Uh, it doesn't state the loaf. I think unsliced sandwich loaf. Do you think? I was thinking the 50 50. I think you'd have something a bit more exotic. You'd yeah. like an olive Seeds loaf on or it. something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, he could go for that tiger bread. Oh, yeah, <laughs> nice tiger bread. He'd definitely go for that tiger bread. Treat himself. Oh, well, every day's a treat when yeah. you know, isn't it? Do you remember those um, self slicing machines in like. Yes. Where are these? You used to have one in Sainsbury's in Perton years ago when it got redone over. You just basically got a whole bread unsliced and you put in this machine and the machine would chop it up for you. You just give it to the bakery, don't you? It's very middle class. Well, do you know what? <laughs> Perton's full of old Medium people, thick, isn't it? Yeah. So they're just, it's a novelty for them. They get the, <laughs> get the bread sliced again. That's like old times. Uh, right, we're going to do a new feature this week. Actually, are, we, are you cover operating, if that's a word? Uh, Andrew's... Technol theory is that where he lives? This is true. I'm not sure how. I'm not going to go into detail because I don't want um, groupies at, at his door. Uh, we're going to do a new feature. This might be a feature that we only do once. We might do it every other week. We don't know. It's called what we learned in the WhatsApp group this week. No one else is doing this, of course, that we listen to. Not taking any credit whatsoever. There was a suggestion from Chris, wasn't it? Yeah. You asked what question, Chris? I asked the group. Yeah. Do they dunk chocolate in their tea? Now, when we say chocolate, we mean chocolate bars, are we saying here? Not biscuits or just literally anything with chocolate? Yeah, anything like slab of chocolate. The the worldy one, if you haven't done already, is Easter egg. Oh, because man, it acts as like a that's big... a whole new level, It's a big is. melting spoon. Have you ever done that? This is not like, doing that, it's like, no. Oh, my. It's like, it's like kindred spirits, aren't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what I do. And I thought I was the one with no. low self-esteem issues no. or something. But no, I do this as well. It's phenomenal. I do, I do it with chocolate bars and stuff like that. But I don't think I've gone to Easter egg level. Mm. Dairy milk, galaxy. Yeah. Chocolate biscuits, just your standard Rockies or something like that, Easter egg. Um, Surely, though, if it's just normal chocolate, the tea just runs off it and you're not absorbing anything or having any... Oh, a, this is the beauty of it with the tea, because you dunk it in and there's like a pool of tea in like the curvature yeah. of the egg. Oh, I can get that one, yeah. I'm on board <laughs> with that. It's fantastic. Two okay. birds, one stone. You haven't got to lift the mug up to drink. What more do you want? Do you I know? just don't... Uh, I'll try it one I here. thought it was co- like common. <laughs> And this is why I love Easter, because I will go out and I will... Sarah's ashamed of this when I do this, but I will go out and buy Easter eggs, a lot of them, just for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, being on, I'm, being on, I'm nothing if honest. And I'll, that's what I do, hot cup of tea, an egg in the, the tea. Easter morning. These mm. are my eggs. Those two are yours. Put a question the kids on get Twitter. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Put a question on Twitter. I bet it's more popular than you think. Okay. So, so The most obscure thing people... To try this, you brought yourself... Uh, this is why you had a cup of tea, because you brought yourself... Uh, a Twix yeah and if you're using Twixes especially in a football arena it must be Twix extra because okay. I've been caught out before those <laughs> snack ones are an absolute joke is that is the Twix extra like the Twix duo or something? yeah 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 yeah. So just to clarify largest that, Twix, yeah. Yeah. Largest Twix and two of them and just to add as well if you do buy each end off it does work as a straw that also okay. is good good fact nearly as satisfying but not as much so we try we're going to try so yeah you, you can Go on. Bear in mind that Chris has drunk some of his tea, so we'll be having his saliva as well. So you are taking on his bodily fluids. Yeah, bread. Go on. Lovely. Go on then. Oh, yeah, go on. Go on. Go on. Well, go on. I know it's. Go I know what's going to happen. Go on. There we go. Go on, Andy. Get in. Mm. <laughs> it's a great audio feature. This, there isn't it? Right. 
So I'm dipping there, oh, just to give a commentary, dipping, tapping the uh, the XST. Yeah, not bad. Would you tap the XST? I can tell it's your first time. Would no, you tap the XST? Would you keep just that on Just a little yellow yeah, sack. One shake's <laughs> all you need. And then slurpage of tea. <laughs> be too aggressive. Nice, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. It's not my first rodeo, but yeah. It's all nice. right. Yeah. Bang it, on, man. It works for the Twix because you've got the biscuit in there as yeah. well. Yeah, I'll see that, yeah. yeah. And the chocolate heats up. The, the, the tea heats the chocolate mm-hmm. in so slightly. Which is nice. Don't try it with a double decker, though. Okay. So like dumping, dunking a bar of steel. It just doesn't <laughs> absorb any tea. Are there any kind of tips for people who may listen to this? And you know what? I'm going to try this for the first time. What are Mezzi's top biscuit if it's chocolate dunking tips? If it's your first time, make sure you've got a bit of kitchen roll or something because, <laughs> you know, yep. you should proceed with precaution. Good advice. I yeah. used to like the inverse. So I would have, this is a McDonald's thing only, McDonald's fries in a milkshake. Okay. I can also agree. That's Please explain that. That's pretty awesome. What, literally putting the fries in the milkshake? Yeah, so you, you dip your fries oh, in right, the milkshake. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. And it works. It shouldn't, but you, it's you get the salty warmness of that with the sweets. Like the salt and sweet works. popcorn. Mm. No, too far. Too far. You've gone too far there. <laughs> My tip is <laughs> wait till Easter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we had this tweet uh, last week, gentlemen. Uh, I'll read it out to you, as planned, uh, from John Bradley. He said, uh, something is happening to Wolves Podcasts, which used to be snappy and informative, but now bloated, self-indulgent nonsense. I'm looking at you, Wolves Fancast and Wolves Poddy. Repeat that again. I will repeat <laughs> it again. Uh, something is happening to Wolves Podcasts, which yeah. used to be snappy and informative, but now bloated, self-indulgent nonsense. I'm looking at you, Wolves Fancast and Wolves Poddy. Brackets, Express and Star Wars podcast there. Well, we'll just address a comment there because we've just been snappy informative with yeah. their, their chocolate <laughs> biscuits. So, we, we, in we, your face, John Bradley. <laughs> what great advice. Yeah. Self-indulgent, I'm not so Everyone sure. can have their opinion. Yeah. Follow it up with reasons. Yeah, there we go. Because I can use words like that, which I probably can't quantify. You say, I, I, I can use big words like that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't, how, do you, how do you quantify that? Who's rattled his cage? We have gone a few minutes without talking about wolves. This is probably why. <coughs> yeah, but we don't dive straight into it. No, because it lead people to it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think we had that comment before in the summer from somebody else. We were self-indulgent, so we will take all that money that we earn and spend it on mm. ourselves. So well, the alarm on the Bentley going on. <laughs> Speaking of merchandise, I've got, yep. to, I've got to tell you that my, the fan cast mug has been upgraded to work Ooh. mug. Hello. So it's big statement. Pride of place. Big news in Adam's Birmingham, household. Birmingham desk. There it is. Pride I'll of send place. you a photo. Good. We'll tweet it out. Birmingham. Have you got multiple desks? Just, is that just for the Birmingham? Just the one. The Birmingham Actually, office. <coughs> my desk is an electric desk at work. Oh, okay. One of the raising. Press ones, the buttons. It? it can go up and down. Yeah. I've seen that. Anyway, yeah. So I just thought I'd read that out. You know. Next time you're going to buy um, something from Porsche, uh, Chris. Yes. Just, just think of that. Yeah, I will. Should do, we right? be more self-indulgent now? But what is that? What, does that mean that we're talking too much about ourselves and that we're great? Is that what that means? This is why. This is where it's doing Self-indulgent to me would be that you're doing something for your own gain and nobody else's. So, say you were writing something that you didn't give a shit if anybody else enjoyed. You did it purely for yourself. That's self-indulgent. Yeah. Should we actually talk about uh, wars-related things? Let's do <laughs> yeah, that, shall we? News, everybody, and according to the Times. Uh, Wolves have placed a £110 million price tag on Mr. Ruben Neves. Uh, what I like about this is that Wolves thought, nah, not £100 million. Let's, let's slap another £10 million on just in case. <laughs> we was on about it at work. What was the rollover for the Euro millions was 112 wasn't it, I think? He said, <laughs> I said I'd buy new Ruben Neves for £110 and I'd waste the other £2 million. I just own him. <laughs> £110 million, There you go. He's mine. 
Is that a bit overpriced for Mr. Neves? Or is that just the current market? I think it's the current market plus you've got to put something in there to try and war, warn people off him. Mm. Yeah. So you're not inviting any anyone to come at him. He probably wouldn't go for 110 anyway. But I think if you, if you give that as a starting point, nice people unison, might think twice. Sorry, nice unison of the drinking of tea then, by the way. Chris in the our cups, did we? Can do now if you want. Cheers. There we go. 110 million, I think, is, is going it will be a fair price by the time he gets yeah. sold from Wolves. Is that what's in his contract release clause? I don't know. Where, someone give me his contract. I think rather. someone might, they make those figures up, don't they? I mean, but he's worth, you could argue at this time, 110 million for argument's sake. Say you've got 110. Richarlison was 50. Guilfrey Sigurdsson was 50 ish. Mm. I don't know. There's 100 million. I mean, I know Richarlison's doing all right, but mm. I wouldn't swap Neves but, for Richarlison and Guilfrey Sigurdsson. If you were to mesh Richarlison and Sigurdsson together, you still wouldn't get a Neves, would you? No. No. You think so, of his age and the, the potential he's got, 110 million would be a good investment for a big club. I think they'd be looking for probably ten times the return on one mm. day. I just think the, in the one bubble, form or another, not just cash sale. But the transfer bubble never seems like bursting, does it? Everyone no. always says no. it will burst, it will burst. It never seems to. Just because no. it just keeps going the other way. So why can't we have a daft figure on the player? Well, when we? when Neymar's going for two hundred million and Mbappe was hundred and fifty million, was it? So I can't remember the exact figure now. Yeah, he probably is worth hundred and ten in that world. Good. 110 million. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. It Imagine really what you could do with that. Buy Ruben Neves, of course. Yeah. <laughs> How would we spend 110 million notes? You could buy 55 <laughs> Rafa Mears. <laughs> <laughs> we could. And now with this army of Rafa Mears, yeah. we'll take over the world. <laughs> would you rather face 55 Rafa, Rafa, Rafa Mears or one Ruben Neves? One Ruben Neves. <laughs> Great, isn't it? Let's all dream on that while we go to the next segment, shall we? And uh, former Wolf striker and superstar Grant Holt won a 40-man uh, Royal Rumble at the weekend on his wrestling table. What was debut, debut, Chris. Do you know what? that? Do you see the video? Oh, <laughs> it was really nicely what? dressed as it's well. Come out of, it's come out of nowhere. That's like, <laughs> but where did that come from? Um, He'd been training for a while, though, because yeah. I remember the story coming out on the Beeb about six months ago, at How least. Does Grant Holt end up... In a wrestling ring. He looks in better condition now than yeah. when he was playing for us. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I saw he managed a textbook drop kick as well. Yeah, yeah. So had to, there's a bit when he, he he kind of gets pushed out of the ring but holds onto the ropes and the guy out of the ring has to literally push him back in. Yeah, not quite got the core strength no. for that. Um, I'm surprised that because he's quite a man with a big upper body, isn't he? Oh, he's chested anyway. He's always been a man with a bit of a big middle body as well. Yeah. So I mean, when, I was well. look, when I was looking at all the news sites saying he was dressed like a manager, I was like, is that going to be his persona? In the ring, the manager. Where, where was this? Like, what? Uh, Norwich. Norwich, yeah. Norwich. Of course it was. Yeah, because yeah. it was in Norwich. He's been trained by Roy and Zach Knight, who are yep. Paige's brothers, aren't they? Yeah. So he's obviously got. Chris a, taking note of this. Yeah, he's got a he's got a very I'm good pedigree you, there yeah. to yeah. actually go. on. Well, I think you'll do quite well on the the indie scene, to be honest. I was trying to feel before recording. I was trying to tell uh, Chris about why the WWE guys at Molyneux, which we'll obviously talk about in a bit. So yeah. big, so I'm, I'm looking forward to more explanations on that. <laughs> Painful, um, yeah. He appeared for World Association uh, Wrestling event, um, and he'll now next appear in a match in uh, June 2019 for the same establishment. 
Don't be surprised if he does a run in on another match. <laughs> what, he's got no other matches between now and June 2019? I guess he's training. It's a tag match, I think, I, I read yeah. somewhere. He's practising yeah. his finisher, isn't he? Yeah. What's Grant Holt's finisher? What would, that, what would it be? It would just be something really boring and plain, like a headbutt. Yeah. I can't imagine anything fan, like fancy or anything. Or just oh, well, like, like a pearl of a plunge or something. We call yeah. it the perfect hat trick or something like that. It just headbutts them. Oh yeah, it'll be a, a left foot kick, left foot a boot, right yeah. foot, and then you'll nut him. Oh my god, yeah. the perfect hat trick! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I think Chris should go to a show, and we'll, we can get his like live commentaries throughout. <laughs> oh man. I think Chris would be converted if he went to one. No, absolutely. Like, Grant, what are you doing? <laughs> Franksy, Franksy's got a goo. Grant, get the table. <laughs> That's the thing, isn't it? <laughs> it is. What if he gets his, if his tag partner, Yannick Sagbo? <laughs> Could be. The natural disasters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting oh, for Molly to run disasters. on. You run thought on about that match. before you got here, didn't you? I haven't. That's off the cover. Uh, I'm afraid of that one. <laughs> oh, I'm loving this talk. Finally, you are yeah. all these years. You've usually got a right, miserable face. I have. Yeah. Yeah. Really from here to this, this show is eighty percent WWE. What's coming next? And twenty percent Man United. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we better actually talk football again, shouldn't we? With Man United and Wolves at the weekend got a one-all draw at Old Trafford. Fred opened the scoring for Man United, but Matinho, the lovely, lovely Matinho, equalised in the second half. It's the first point that Wolves have got at Old Trafford in thirty-eight years, uh, gentlemen. What a performance! It was lovely, wasn't it? We were great. Mm. We were great. And we are labelling it as a win, though, aren't we? Even though I think we got the moral victory, haven't we? Yeah, really? massively. I mean, Derby won our penalties, not yeah, let, you know. No. Yeah, whatever. It's but we got game. the moral victory in the Premier League, of course. Um, yeah, was it? I'm not, I don't want to say. I'll kind of repeat myself with Burnley, but was it the case <laughs> that Wolves were really good? May not he do a, a bit off the mark or a bit of both? I just think we are a very, very, very good team. And the, 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 you're playing the big teams like that or with big players at least and the way we play and the players we've got we are competing with them mm. Drew to both Manchester clubs you'd have bitten someone's hand off at the start of the season Man U Man City own away you're going to take two points yeah all day all day I thought that was superb it was absolutely brilliant mm. I don't think it was an off day from Man United I don't think we let them settle into the mm. game United's season so far has been very much that they might have taken one or two chances in a game but then they've given up a lot of chances and it comes home to roost for them really and to be honest, we came away from that game thinking we probably could have won that we had the, yeah. we had the better opportunities and <coughs> if they didn't have to hire yeah yeah I don't like that. We could have been yeah. 2-0 up early doors and then who knows at least this, the game yeah, at least this time the, the chances weren't Kind of poor, which they were like against no. Burnley. They were actual world chances, and De Gea did well to. Yeah. to and I, and I do think that players naturally raise their games mm. against the better teams. Because I thought Costa was, he was electric. Mm. He tore Shaw apart all game. The match of the day highlights didn't do it justice, did it? He literally just ran him ragged. He must have just thought every time we got the ball, he must have just thought, for fuck's sake. And he thought the same when for oh as well. Yeah. No, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just didn't want it. But I think they all they all raised the game. I yeah. do want to talk about Jota. You talk about Jota. Because I thought that first half, say, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, first 25, 30 metres, I didn't think he was that good. Mm. I didn't think he was good as people that were saying, oh, he, he's been brilliant. And I think it's sometimes angles of where you watch the game because begrudgingly I was in the United end so I was behind the goal quite high up so I don't usually sit I usually sit pitch level at most games 
and you could see everything panning out and he gave the ball away a fair few times I'm not saying he didn't create and it probably it was his best game of the season so far but he got better as the game went on but I thought he didn't start as well mm. as the others a few misplaced passes do you think Gunnar because I think you were saying on Saturday that you thought he had played really well but but then yeah. when we were talking I didn't know whether I was more looking for it than than you were and Adam was just humouring you going oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah he was yeah do you want a drink yeah <laughs> Where's your Twix? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I just thought, I thought, going to the United's point of it, I thought, when I was sit, watching them, I was thinking, oh, it's not great, is it? Watching mm. watching a Jose Mourinho team these days. Yeah. I mean, they did look, when you think of Man United teams, you think of like when the old Ferguson, time, Ferguson days and everything, but then you see that this Mourinho incarnation of them, I thought, oh, Christ, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to spend the money that these are paying mm. to watch this shite. He is... A Betamax man in a VHS world. It's a great He's a VHS man in the DVD world. That's <laughs> a coin Mr. Hinchcliffe's phrase. He is an analogue man in the digital yeah, world. Yeah, spot on. Um, but I thought we 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 matched them. And we had to, obviously had to give up a bit of possession to them. And that's kind of, even though United are still not great, you still would expect to give yeah, up a bit yeah, of ball when yeah. it all happened. But what we did with it was fantastic. Like you say, Costa was electric on point. I did I did think Yotta played really well. Hmm. I really did. I think he's, he's obviously took a few games to get warmed up, um, but I think he had he had his, he had a really good game. He definitely had his best game of the season. Yeah, it just took him a good half an hour to, to get, get going. In, I, yeah. think. I think it was just that mm. everyone else was pretty yeah. flawless. Mm. You know, yeah. there was a few mistakes here and there naturally, but I just thought everyone else were. Uh, look at the goals. Uh, Fred's goal. Firstly, any problems with that goal? Do you think? Because there's a lovely touch from Pogba. The only problem was it, it was their first shot. Yeah, not on target. It was their first shot, and it just felt like because oh, we had those chances. What you know, you you got Bolly's chance. <laughs> yeah, which okay, unfortunately, he just doesn't hit it at the right place. Mm. Sixty-six to one, first goal. Right? Yeah. Well, Oh, a few, really? few slips we're going yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Jimenez has that chance which is a great save from De Gea yep. mm. but it was one of those shots where if you look at the replay is it just is he crowded is uh, Patricia crowded his view a bit so he just a little bit late? I don't think he expected no I heard it, I heard it described afterwards in the, in the media as a, um, Fred's weak shot went in I didn't think it was no. weak no. he hit I it thought, quite I wouldn't say it was hard but there well was, shot, it was, there was pace behind yeah. it yeah. from that distance through a crowded box I don't blame Patricio at all. I don't no. think it was poor keeping. I think it was a decent goal. It happened so quick, yeah. didn't it? The little flick, and then it, it was just there for him, and he, he literally just walked onto it and smashed That's it. That's the thing in general. While, while they had more of the ball, how many shots did they have in target? Man United. How many shots did they have on target the whole game? I can think of about three max. Mm. Well, they seemed to grow a bit more in the game, didn't they, after that goal? And then right on half time, it's fine margins. That free kick it? from oh, Fred, which lovely save, Patricio. If you go down 2 0 at half time, even with that performance, it might have. Deflated Wolves just mm. a tiny bit, but and yet not a hair out of place on no. Patricio's head. We were talking Christ about knows what he puts in it, but no. <laughs> cement a whole tub of brill cream yeah. just scoops it with one hand. After it the... probably is from quick dry cement, yeah. And just <laughs> wax in, right? That's sorted now. Let what who shot my saving now? But we're already talking about how many points he's saving, yeah, slash yeah. gaining us. You go in 2 0 and we lose that game. Yeah, I think. Yeah, there's no coming yeah, back. I think there's now back. coming back, and that would not be... against the Mourinho team. Nah. He'll, he'll just suffocate the second yeah. half. It would be the worst match you've ever seen <laughs> yeah. if they were two. Look, yeah. Uh, second half, though, Wolves came back, and Matinho got his first goal for the club. Just everything about this side, the general build-up play, getting the ball off Pogba, building it up from Costa. That was the 
That's nearly as good as the finish. It's just the finish was incredible. And again, we've said this in the last couple of weeks. We've hinted at it. We just don't deserve this man, do we? He's just no outstanding. We do for all of the drops we've had in central <laughs> midfield for the last Christ knows how long. We deserve to have a worldie in, in central mid. But I think for as good as Pogba's touch was for the first one, he was obviously tried to be a bit elaborate, didn't he, for, mm. the, for, for this one? Mm. Where was it Neves who took it off him? Yeah. Oh, good, good yeah. One. And um, where we, I mean, where the away fans were sitting, you couldn't. It's one of because you side on, you couldn't quite tell until mm. that bulge whether it was going in. Obviously, the ones behind it watching it all the way, going, "Oh, this is a good goal." And we, we just, it's one of them where you sit and wait and go, "Yeah, it's in." And then <laughs> the net balls, it's like, "Come on, everyone, we can celebrate!" Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was obviously a, a fantastic goal. And I mean, we just uh, we have a dedicated Matinho section, I assume, every week now yeah. to, to just yeah. eulogise over him mm. and five million wow. quid. Ridiculous! It is laugh. It is purely laughable when you see like George Savile go for what eight to Middlesbrough yeah. or something. I know, I know there's an age difference, but there's a quality difference as well. Yeah. When, when we get when we get someone like him for five million, yeah. it's just ridiculous. And he wouldn't look out of place if any in the top six of the Premier League. No. And we've got him. Mm. This is why I love George Mendes. That's why I the love man. that man. That's what why man. we should, in my opinion, we should have won after that. We had we had the chances. But they had more possession, but we yeah. won the midfield battle. We probably don't feel mm. as bad that we didn't win, because I think you'd think of it, you know, Man United a point away. Well, it's because we had those yeah. three chances from the A train, didn't we? Yeah, the last, yeah, yeah. the last what, five minutes? Mm. They had three shots mm. to make five minutes, yeah. so come on, Trey Ray. But and I'm struggling um, to see a better centre midfield partnership so far from what I've seen. Mm. We dominate the midfield. And they're worried that they won't be able to play together. And it's unbelievable the understanding those pair have got. They know <laughs> when when to go, when to hold back, and yeah. who's going to sit, who's going to attack. It, it's incredible. I mean, there, was, there was a lot of talk, wasn't there, when we signed him. It was like, oh, who's the ball winner out of these yeah, two? Yeah, like, yeah. Who's gonna... <laughs> don't <laughs> need to worry. Don't need to worry. If you never lose it. I think Nuno hinted at it uh, post-match, but I think he said something around that, you know, decision-making kind of in that final third was a, a thing they need to approve on. I guess like, what Adam was just talked about there with the Troy chances that perhaps if Wolves just had maybe took the better decisions, they could have... Snap the win at the that's end. been the story of the season yeah. so far, yeah. hasn't it? And that's not me saying that as a negative. That just that's it. When yeah. you look at a lot Fact. of our shots, it's not very often we really test the keeper. The amount of mm. shots we've had, which have been within a good distance of the keeper's arms or legs, they always seem to be straight at the keeper. Yeah, as well. yeah. You look at a lot of Joe Hart saves uh, when we played Burnley. A lot of them, I don't think Joe Hart had to play that well. To be mm. perfectly honest, a lot of them. They, all he had to do was stick his arm yeah, out and he got it. In his area. Like. And it was the same for De Gea. They were good saves, they were reaction saves, but... They were in a zone. A keeper of his standard, I would expect him to save them, to be honest. Any other good performances? You said that everybody played well, anyone real standout? If everybody was a, a good, anybody a great? I thought Doc was great again. Ben was great. I've been really impressed with ben the way Doc's grown into ben, it. Bennett's just Bennett's yeah. great. And yet, yet again, his shirt remains tattered in shorts. Ryan Bennett is different class. Yeah. I mean, when you're up against right, like Lukaku and Sanchez and all that, and I know Sanchez is great at the minute, but when, when he keeps him in his pocket and his shirt remains thoroughly intact <laughs> with the shorts. He's got a patent on it, hasn't he? He's got some kind yeah. of technology hidden there. He can take that shirt off and just give it, it back took, to the kit man, fold yeah. it up, put it, just get it ready for next week. Next I, I reckon he took, him into his, on it. he took him into his boxer brief. Just so it's <laughs> yeah. held yeah. tight, yeah. that's what he does. 
How are we feeling on the Bennett for England scale? Because we were uh, unsure a few weeks ago, but now he's a different classmates. Are you weighing towards that scale a bit more? The name's going on the shirt. It's going in on the, the next shirt few days, yeah. yeah. It's going to happen. You know, he, he <laughs> kind of, as a player, Why he does remind me a little bit of Gareth Southgate. The way Southgate played, mm. that he was a minimal fuss. He would get on with it. He was a solid defender. He had mm. very good positioning. Never had the pace, but his positioning helped him out a lot. Is, is the issue, though... No matter how well Bennett plays, is that Gary Southgate is perhaps more looking to younger players to breed through yeah. for the future, where he'll look at someone like Bennett as just just too old. Therefore, someone like Cody's probably going to have a better chance. Is he twenty eight? Having a couple of appearances, yeah, twenty eight. I think. I Cody's get the impression 26. with Bennett that he might like he might get a call up, but then he'd only play like two games maybe, and that would be it. Yeah, but two years to the World Cup. Get He's thirty. Is that old? What Southgate's? Age limit, what's he saying? Because when's his contract? Didn't he's leaving after He's got his two years, as He's got two so years left, so yeah. I'd rather have Bennett than certain other English centre backs. Mm. It probably is more likely that Cody will get the call up yeah. than Bennett, just because. And then because he's also been mentioned, as he's been name checked yeah, by yeah, yeah. Mr. Waistcoat, as being. He's, look, he's looking at him. Mm. How do you think Bennett would get on if they didn't play the three central defenders? What, if if England played play a four, just for argument's sake, do you think he'd be as good? Food for thought. Mm. What about Bennett, emergency right wing back for England? I can see is that. It? Whipping down that wing. I can see that. <laughs> he is <laughs> the slowest but effective right wing back. John, and I'll hold my hands up. Before the season start, started, I highlighted the centre backs as a weakness. Mm-hmm. And I think most w- I think we would have done. Yeah. The, done. If they made the level up. And pff, unbelievable, unbelievable. It was almost like that first game at Everton. They just had to have that kind of right. Okay, this is what it's like now. Right. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll adjust to it now. But well, one concern, have. one concern going into the United game was um, Cody against Lukaku mm-hmm. because Cody was bullied by Mitro, wasn't he? Mitrovic yeah. Yeah, yeah, in the following yeah. game. I thought I can. I thought mm, that's the concern. But a, a testament to that was Lukaku had zip shots on goal the entire mm-hmm. game, wasn't it? You're going to make a point about Sanchez as well. What was your Sanchez point? Or were you going to make a point? About I Sanchez? wasn't, but I can make a point. Um, <laughs> he's terrible at the minute. Yeah, he's shit. <laughs> he's awful. Yeah. He's awful. He's got. You know, I'm sure Twitter. The United fans really dislike him. I'm surprised because he's just stealing a living from him. He's he's just not performing at all. Was it January? Was it this January? You it was. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's some say that Mourinho's just killing him. Mm. As he seems bit from Column A, a bit from Column B, yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, were there any bad performances at all for Wolves, or was it just standard good around the any any nitpicking, any nitpicking, or just standard good? Tim Spears eight out of tens across the block. I think so. I don't think there was anyone that I thought. Oh, Adam's pondering here. He really wants nitpicking. Pondering of the, uh, the sub. No, no. Yeah. I think he'd be a bit harsh. Can't really write the subs, can you? No. I don't think you can say, "Oh, he can when he was shit." No, you couldn't. I don't think there was anyone that stood out like that. Sace was within in with a reducer, like he he, he likes, doesn't he? Yeah. First game of the season, first booking of the season. Try or Ray have scored. Tight there angle the, on his near post. But there was two. There, was the, have, there was the one. There was the one right at the end where, when he could have passed oh, it to yeah, Gibbs White. Gibbs yeah. White with all the respect to Gibbs White, I kind of got the feeling that if he'd passed it to Gibbs White, I don't know if Gibbs White would have scored it. 
maybe. I, I agree, yeah. I don't know, yeah. I agree. Good, I'm just ready for yeah, Chris's reaction. Right. No, no, no. <laughs> we'll never know. Right, let's do, uh, of course, champagne rather than match. We've changed it for working man to man the match in honour of uh, Prosecco Walls. Uh, who are you going to give your champagne to and your caviar from Waitrose uh, for your man of the match? Chris, you're so excited for this, so I'm going to let you go first. Who are you giving uh, those items to? Giamatino. All day. Yeah. All day. Yeah, he was superb, mate. I yeah, think we were very super. close to already having the we can't have Matinho no, no. in the thing. No. Already. Adam. Going that way, isn't it? I mean the man yeah. the man is just yeah. alluring to the eyes. Um you You've got to give it if you can't. It's just, it's just, how, can't, it's just can't. how he owns that midfield. I'm having someone like Neves alongside him who's added, added barrels as well, but I mean, but the technique. Just, on the you finish. never see him under pressure. And he, no. you, you can yeah. give the ball with like three men on him, and he's just yeah, give me the ball, and I'll, I'll just lay it off straight away. Or I'll, I'll thread a pass through. He's just, I say, like, got to enjoy the next two years when he's in our team. It's like in it's like in Simpsons when um, Homer fights Frederick Tatum, and is it Frederick Tatum? Is that you say it? Frederick Tatum. Frederick Tatum. Yeah. One. And he's um he's just talking to that guy on the side while he's boxing Homer, and he's just like, that's my Matinho. <laughs> He's just having a chat with someone while he's passing the ball around. I don't watch that either. Oh, come on. Come on, Chris. Honestly. How, how classic watched, one as well. But I watch Simpsons. How did you get in this group? This <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Money. Uh, Andy, Self-indulgent so, cash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two for Matinho. Um, I've gone with the theory of that it's obviously Matinho. So we'll go with someone else. Uh, Costa for me. Costa. The way he rinsed uh, Luke Shaw for the, the setup for Jimenez to yeah. set it up. So it was excellent and like Chris said he's, he's just been getting better and better as the season's mm. been going on I will also go for Matinho well done why not Hattrick for Matinho Percent well done he's going to my boy held him he's going to print that off at home <laughs> and put it on his wall another fan cast player of the season award you we'll need to downgrade the award. downgrade the fees I about that as well that Costa assist is that when he goes to cross it Shaw's actually pushing him over oh yeah <laughs> so he's, he's half yeah, nearly yeah, horizontal yeah. and he still manages to get the ball into the air. I wondered if we'd have got a penalty from that had we not scored because he proper nailed it he was very much ah fuck you I don't know <laughs> you. Demons, like, taking the piss now <laughs> yeah Jimenez's <laughs> pass deflected uh, to Martino didn't he Huh? Yes, it was a, yeah, it was a slight knock, wasn't it? Yeah, but Matinho would have read that. Yeah. You know, yeah. he would have known that was going to happen. <laughs> he sees the matrix. Did you notice on Match of the Day that he, they're not pronouncing it Jimenez either? It's Jimenez. I don't know. Like, are we saying it wrong? Because Jimenez does not sound right for a I'm Mexican. I'm sure it's Jimenez. Everyone's Jimenez. been saying Jimenez. Yeah, I'm definitely saying Jimenez. But, yeah. but talking, Jimenez. To, talking to TV and radio, just lovely to hear people saying how great Wolves are. Every week, isn't it? I keep reminding it. I keep reminding yeah. it on Match of the Day. Apart oh, from the football ramble this week, which was literally, yeah, Matinho is good. I loved, that was it. Yeah, the, the, oh, yeah, he was trying to set up the Matinho bit, and they were talking about other things. And they were like, okay, we'll carry on. Yeah, they were too talking about Alexis Sanchez's dogs or something. Yeah, and, yeah. I'm turning that off. Eight seconds of Wolves praise. <laughs> Not enough. Yeah. Um, the final bit of Man United, of course, which is the most important topic. Adam, did having a chocolate milkshake after 10 points help? Sobers you up, sober me up. Yeah. Anyway, um, actually, well, not just the chocolate milkshake. It was the the spicy signature meal burger. Mm. One of them, uh, medium fries and the medium chocolate milkshake. Felt right as rain next morning, and I put and I was telling Andy earlier, I put some Australias on top of that as well. So I was drinking Australias on the train home. Imagine that churning around in your stomach, like the worst washing machine ever. What a bloke. That's all I need to know. I was hungry, to be fair. I forgot actually about Old Trafford. I haven't been to Old Trafford since like the heady days of 2007. McLaren's England, home to Andorra. I forgot how far out of the city centre Old Trafford is. Mm. It was like 
getting close to kickoff ish and I've got the um Google app Google Maps up so that would just only be not, not too far away from me. Hours walk. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I was in Northern Quarter, Hours Walk from you the walk. Northern Quarter. Now I've got a taxi. Oh. Held one on I thought this isn't right. We've got the Metro. <laughs> and there was a proper out of great Salford, isn't it? Out yeah. of the ground. Yeah. Change the name, Salford City <laughs> United or some, whatever it should be called. Uh, right, we're going to talk about Leicester, Southampton, and we've got Twitter Corner after this. So, Wolves were in the Carabao Cup on Tuesday night, and there is Carabao Cup heartbreak into them, because Wolves, in classic style, drew the game, went to penalties, and lost in terrible penalty fashion. But of course, the most important news of the whole evening of that was that WWE was that more than you, Andy? It finally happened. Yeah, it, it's it finally, finally that, that crossover we've been waiting for. It's the moment the fancast has been waiting for for years, and it finally happened. So yeah, so uh, Pete Dunne, Tyler Bate, and Trent Seven, UK wrestlers, by the way, because people are like, oh, what? Which Americans were there? Was Hulk Hogan there? No, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's a question, Mill. You were asking. Yeah, it is. Every time you ever say to someone, "I like wrestling." Oh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, but he hasn't been in it for like 20 years now. That's the first name they all think yeah. of. And all they think of like, was it Mr. Nanny and all those <laughs> shit films he was in? Did you ever see that, Mez? Mr. Nanny. I've heard of it. I don't think I've actually seen it. Mez, name me three wrestlers that's not Hulk Hogan. I can do that. Go on. Undertaker. Yep, well yes. done. Kane. Yep. And Mankind. Yes. Yep. Well there done. You, you know, Kane um, is actually a mayor in real life now. Yeah. For Knox, Knox County. Yeah. Knox County. Knox County. Is it Knox County? Knox. K-N-O-S. <laughs> Both that and the football club. He's a, he's a mayor of Knox County as well. sat Kevin Nolan and brought in Kane. <laughs> What's his name in real life? Glenn Jacobs. Glenn Jacobs, yeah. I mean... Still wrestling as well. Do you know what still wrestling. Me? He's a mayor of a, and of he's what, still a town or a city. Right? I, I'm not entirely sure. He's a mayor of somewhere in America and he's still wrestling. I mean, if, As Kane or as Glenn Jacobs? As, as, as Glenn Kane, Jacobs. of course. But, Does he wear his mask on his, like, his campaign? Oh, did. Yes. The, uh, one of the campaigns was meet Kane and The Undertaker yeah. and The Undertaker rocks up in his full gear as well. I think that's and how Kane he got it. And Kane was in his mask. I think he was swinging to the other way and The Undertaker turned up and, oh, okay, we're going to vote for him. Yeah. He knows The Undertaker. Because eventually like, he wants to... I'll put you in a casket. Because <laughs> <laughs> he wants to then run for Senate, I think. Oh, so geez. he needs to become this... Is he going down the uh, Jesse the Body Ventura yeah, route? Yeah, I think so. How, far, how, how high up in the um, political sphere did Jesse Ventura go? He got, oh, I can't remember. Um, president. It wasn't president, but he, wa- he did <laughs> want to run Senate for Bob president. <laughs> yeah. I think he got to the Senate, but, but yeah, he wanted to be president. He wanted That's to run amazing. for president. But the Republicans wouldn't choose him because he's a conspiracy nut. So he's all... What, like in the Alex Jones sphere sort of thing? No, in the uh, aliens have attacked sort of... David Icke. Yeah. Oh, like, there's, yeah. there's like lizard Lizards people. Yeah. Yeah. Lizards. He's got his own TV show, I think, in the States, which is all about conspiracy theories. Ah, lizard people, I like that mm. one. It's a good one. Do you know the lizard people? The, no. Yeah, the shape-shifting lizards. The, most of us are actually lizards. Yeah, anyone who's That's famous... That's what they think. That the Queen's yeah. a lizard. Yeah. And is it the Illuminati one? Why? Because yeah. it's a triangle. Because and loads of things are triangles because it makes you forget that Something people are lizards. Like that. Maybe yeah. George Mendes is a lizard. Yeah. <laughs> I've never. He's got the skin of a lizard. He has got the skin of a tanned lizard. Uh, but yeah, we were waiting for it for years, Andy, and it finally happened. It was nice. I met them before, Matt. They were really yeah, nice. I, I'm ridiculously jealous. Yeah. Of that I got picture. to it. I can't. How was that belt? Uh, really heavy. 
Really, they kind of they gave. Oh, do you want to hold it? Yes, <laughs> yes, I do. Obviously, and I, held, and I was like, "Wow, this is really." Him. And I gave it back to Pete Dunne, who is the uh, UK champion. And we had a picture, and he was like, "There you go, mate." He got it out and put it on my shoulder. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that—that's the wrestling belt that he got out." Yeah, just to yeah. But they're a really nice guy. He's um, uh, Trent Seven, um, who runs Fight Club Pro, which is his promotion, which is happening this weekend. It is the Andy, ninth anniversary. Yeah, can't wait. Andy and I have got a little date night. We're going to that that establishment. Oh, come on, Project Mayhem. Yep, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be really good. I must admit, it was uh, it was a bit weird when cause I, I don't know who these guys are. And when they come out. Um, just to hear a wrestler who's in WWE now, and he's yeah. from Dudley. Yeah. So when he opened his mouth, I was like, "Oh, this is weird." You have to mm. when when you watch the program and they when they come out and they say, "Oh, you know, from so 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 so," and when they go from Dudley Wolverhampton, yeah. like Dudley England, are you like? Just say Dudley England, yeah. and when they say Wolverhampton England, you're like, "Okay, this is ridiculous. This is a program." Because you explain you, as, to me as a kid, you watch a wrestler come out and you say yeah. he's from Wolverhampton, you'd be like tripping out. Yeah, this is what I didn't understand. You explained to me that the bloke who's the champion mm. he's like actually like on the telly in the states yes so people in the states that watch wrestling will know this bloke i'll let andy yeah. explain further he's a better connoisseur he's yes. the top man <laughs> in the well yeah basically he's the the champ of the uk branch of wwe nxt but he will go with he's the other on their two. tv regular yeah. he uh, him and tyler Bates, so that's the champion and the guy from dudley was it last year or the year before won the match of the year award in, oh. on a WWE show? So these so are, are the, these are the, the next. These are, these are taking the baton from William Regal Basically. as Wolverhampton's yeah. best wrestler. Yeah. Yes, right, and I yeah. think Pete's twenty four and Tyler's twenty twenty one. So I mean, the kids they they've got the world at their feet. So like Pete Dunne had been training since he was 14 or something yeah. I heard. Yeah. I think so. both of them have been training since early teens by Trent Seven. What we were trying to say is Pete Dunne um, is probably as long as he does well in the next 5 years will be a top guy in the whole business. Yeah. So it's incredible. Yeah. But I was really pleased. But I said to you And Jason Forrest got the airplane to be from one of them half was that, time, which is fun. was that staged? No, no, no. I was so no. wishing he just like, you know, <laughs> I was so I was think so, so I saw them sprinkling the wet grass. He's gonna go. And he's, I thought he was gonna like flick him up and like, well, when slash he, him on the when, floor. When when uh Transformer pushed him onto Tyler Bate at first, it looked like he was actually accidentally gonna drop him and you had that moment of oh crap, oh crap. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I thought that was fun. Yeah. So do we do we mind you? Like we spoke about it earlier. Do you think it's because of their International pull, so to speak. Oh, like, yeah. how many followers have they got on Twitter? Individually, hundred thousand, probably about fifty k, something like each. Mm. I would say. Probably. And how many of Wolves got? Three hundred k, maybe. So, you know, in comparison to Wolves, to them, it's quite a big thing. They're, isn't more, it? so it's, they're it's, a celebrity, aren't they? In their yeah, own right. Yeah. Not to me. I mean, I don't give a shit. I think but, it's it's still a niche, yeah. as it were, but they are part of a brand that ultimately, whether you like, obviously hate all of it or not, are still a globally recognised brand. Is this leading up to Jeff Shea running out at a wrestling event? Because if it is, I will watch that. This is leading <laughs> up to... pay for that. This is, look, 100%. We, <laughs> pay-per-view, whatever it costs. It's a Jeff Shea chokeslam someone. <laughs> well, he won't chokeslam someone. He will be chokeslam, given the size yeah. of him. I'll, <laughs> I will see Vince McMahon chokeslam <laughs> Jeff Shea. That'd We've got good. Rod Stewart next year. This is leading up to SummerSlam at Molyneux. Yeah. <laughs> this will happen. Dream. Anyway, let's actually talk about Leicester, shall we? Yeah, you've just lost a few listeners. Yeah. 
but the drop-up rate has gone through the roof. <laughs> we'll get them back now, we'll get them back now. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about Wolves now. Um, it was a bit of a drab game, wasn't it, really? Drab first half, picked up a bit more in the second half. You probably could argue that Wolves could have won it by the end. Mm. But I guess the positive you can take from it was that was basically a, a near-full-strength Leicester side. That was the second-string Wolves side, and they cancelled each other out. Yeah. Not so sure of the full-strength Leicester side, was it? I'm sure they're most the reason why I say that then, is because I got the team up on Twitter beforehand. It's got in the bottom changes from last match. It said eight. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, maybe not though. But they're all good players. I mean, they're yeah. all like good players though. <laughs> is the point? I mean, the first twenty minutes, like but they were all over us first. It was yeah. like flipping over. Oh, this is what we've been doing to other teams. This is what it feels <laughs> like to have it done to us. Because for twenty minutes, yeah. If we had the ball for more than two of those twenty minutes, I'd be surprised. Because we just couldn't get it off. Yeah. Of the we were really struggling. I thought, oh, it, it felt like we were... it felt like five six years ago. Those cup games yeah, yeah, yeah. where we were just absolute shit. And I just think now you get that used to watching good football. And I don't know if it was on Set Piece Menu or whether I've heard it on the radio about that Wolves are still, from the start of last season, still on a high. Mm. We are most definitely still. It's not the less. It's like, ironically, the lesser effective when they won the title. Yeah. The momentum is We haven't still come there. down yet, no. and we're still there, and everything seems to keep getting better and better. And then when you come to the, the Cup game yesterday, where he put in obviously the changes that we made, and I was getting frustrated because it was just crap first half. It was just rubbish. Mm. They couldn't. They couldn't string three passes together. It was typical League mm. Cup night, wasn't it? Yeah. Just, yeah. Fans yeah. weren't bothered, despite the light shows. Oh, oh yeah. Beforehand. Um, which were, was cool, by the way. I felt like I was watch, about to watch a boxing match live. That was good. <laughs> it was really good. At home to Spurs when they did that next, that Saturday night kickoff. Yeah, yeah. that would be quality. Yeah, as long as a full yeah. house full of tanked up Wolves fans. As long, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as if hopefully Wolves don't go through a bad period, they don't do that before a game because you might you might be like, oh, come on. Yeah. I did Stop think the, I did think the, the pyro fireworks was a bit much for a League Cup night, mm. where clearly people wouldn't be that bothered. But anyway, we've got the money. Let's just use oh, it. Yeah, we've, got, we've got a block, <laughs> block booking on the pyro yeah. this year. We've just got it all for, for every game. But um, yeah, you could tell. I mean, the crowds. It's a bit different for a League Cup game because people may be segregated and yeah, yeah. where normally sit and parts of. And there's off. always that Tuesday night effect, anyway, isn't mm. there? Yeah. So it's it's seen like I mean, it's not nothing new because like last year against Bristol Rovers was a struggle and mm. everything and. Still not conceded in the yeah. uh, the league cup under Nuno. Under Nuno, I believe. Which is very good start. Yeah. I thought uh, if we'd have gone through, I thought Ruddy would have been this year's Norris. Just get a few rounds, just yeah. never concede yeah. a goal. Because that save in this was it the oh. second half from Ruddy? That, that was save. He made a fantastic. He made a fair few throughout mm. the game. I thought he played really. He commanded well. the box really well. He was the only yeah. one really that over the whole ninety minutes came out with it with yeah. any sort of cred that you know you've you've had a decent game there. I didn't think Gibbs White played well first off. Well this I th- from, from a lot worries, of people's perspective I've and from worries. mine, I thought he actually played really well. In the first half. Oh in the first half, sorry, second half he really came into it. First half wasn't it? First half oh, yeah, that's the same as you I just thought he was a bit kept playing safe safe passes or just not really, passes any of us could make I think the reason that he was doing that though is because everyone else was just giving the ball away straight off whereas he's thinking at least try and get the ball moving rather than giving it to someone who's not playing like Trey Ray, I didn't mm. think had a particularly good game every touch he had he seemed to lose it's only mm. Bonatini so if he goes straight to them, Leo then he's coming straight back to That was genius, that was. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Leo well, so he's thinking maybe if I recycle it and we'll just hold on to the ball. That's what I think he was doing. He wasn't, he wasn't, in, the game agree, was yeah. he? He wasn't in that game. He mm. might as well have not been on the pitch. I do agree. I some, some of the players weren't helping him out particularly. Like mm. was what, like, there wasn't any like 
an abundance of forward runs or running to space. It was just, yeah. just, wanted, just safe pass, safe pass. What, what options have I got? Not, I have, a, not a lot. I'll play it sideways or backwards mm. then. So I, I have got worries with Gibbs because I don't think coming on for five, ten minutes at the end of a game in the Premier League is any good. He's nowhere near, obviously, as good as Neves. Bit of a stupid statement because he isn't. But And I worry because I think he's 18 now. Where does he go next? Mm. They've all pointed him out as this player that they've got all the potential for. And glimpses of it, he's brilliant. But there must be a lot of pressure. And I am quite critical of him in some ways, even though I don't think a lot of it's his fault. Imagine the pressure on him at 18, coming in, knowing that he's not going to start every week. Mm. If he's not planned to go out on loan, he's got to come in and make an impression in some way. Because it'll just be like, oh, well, he's had his chance, he ain't done anything. The pressure to command that midfield, because Sace didn't do it. Mm. You thought Sace might have, you know, took it by the scruff of the neck and tried That's to the control the game. Yeah. 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 yeah, but he wasn't. I yeah. thought he was woeful. And unless Notwood, there's obviously some kind of injury to Neves or Matinho. How is he going to get in the squad? Never. He's never going to get in there. And they get, if they are going to improve in that area to make us compete at this moment in time because of the lack of hand, he's mm. not the one. So they're going to bring in someone else. What you, what what you should be doing is be learning from the two of. Like Neves and Moutinho, especially Moutinho, because obviously he's the old, he's a more experienced one. Mm. Learning from him every day, it's, he probably knows he's not going to start. He doesn't. He shouldn't ne- have mm. dreams of like getting in front of those yeah. two. He should be thinking that if one of them gets suspended or injured, he's the one rather yeah. than Sace that gets the in best there. thing for you is to make an impact as much as he can coming yeah. off the bench, which he's doing regularly. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and then like when that call is made, he gets. And Nuno trusts him because he bought him on yeah. Yeah. at Old Trafford yeah. when yeah. it was yeah. five minutes yeah. to go, yeah. game was in the balance. And he I think Nuno is giving him opportunities to gain experience but Neves is only 21 mm. I know Neves is a freak in nature but I, I do work. look at Phil Foden at Man City yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen much mm. of him but I hear it like, he scored I know he's playing a team with a lot better <coughs> players so, but I haven't seen any of the game or anything like that Phil Foden's been talked about potentially to get in the England squad mm. at some point in the future they're not talking about Gibbs White like that and Phil Foden isn't playing either mm-hmm. that's what I'm just trying to yeah, yeah, yeah. make my comment about the golf in class now of these players that it's so cutthroat if but you're not Gibbs White can point to he's done more at international level than Phil Foden has yeah, but under 17s or whatever it was yeah but is it just him is he in a team of 11 I don't know. I don't, I, mean, I don't know, and mm. I don't want it to come across that I'm being overly critical. Yeah, I know you I'm, mean, just, yeah. I'm just making the point that he's good. Where's, but his, where, wolf's, where's his future? Where's yeah. his wolf's career? Yeah, going? ten minutes isn't enough. But I've got to say, when he does bring him on for these 10, 15 minutes at the end of the games, he, for <coughs> me, he does make an impact. He doesn't look he does. out of place. No, yeah. He's able to get to the speed of the game pretty damn quick. I think he needs a goal. Yeah, because he has had chances. And you know, for me, I would be when you bring in Josh Roth, I'd be looking at bringing him on in place of Jota, having him on the left wing, cutting in. I quite like him as that inside forward, more so than a, a yeah. deploying midfielder. But then, okay, so when Cav's back fit and you've got Cav and thing. Troy Oray, who are you bringing on? That's it, isn't it? I want to, you mentioned... But then, on, Adam, sorry, on. can I just say... Um, but then you take off Jimenez, do you really want to bring on Bonatini? Would you not no. think, okay, we can possibly play with Jota as the front or Cav Stryker. and then... Just yeah. swap it around that way, because that'd probably be more of an impact than bringing on Bonatini, who's done fuck all for yeah, if the to, best part of twelve months for twenty eighteen. Yeah, if you had to bring on one or the other, you wouldn't bring Bonatini on for me. You'd put Jota up front, and then yeah, move um, Gibbs White. I just think in the grand scheme of things, I'm not worried about Gibbs White. 
yeah. at all. Really not. I think there's there's no reason to be really. He's, he's what he is. He's a young young lad in a team that's got he's got two world class players in front of him. Mm. Let him learn off them. He's not, yeah, he's he not, there's no there's no no concern for me over no. what what he's doing or his, his plays. He's a young lad. He's learning. Mm. Yeah, it's out of worry as such. It's an observation that I'm, it, I just think it's an interesting talking point that yeah. he's our homegrown star. But he's not. I don't think anyone's really raised that point. That's what you get on this podcast. There you, you go. What do you think of that? Different viewpoints. I'm going to bring forward a Twitter corner question on Bonatini because, again, he didn't have a great performance that we talked about uh, last night. Lee Smith asks, uh, what, do you think, um, what do you think it is about certain Wolves fans' psych they have to have a player to slate? Edwards, Bart, and now Bonatini. Um, it's, never, it's never, he's not quite good enough, it's all, I hate him, he's the worst player ever, etc. Is Bonatini the new kind of... Not I don't hated player or scapegoat, but is it that he's not very good, or is this just a fan mentality that there's always going to be that one player you you direct your cause to? I, I don't feel like, I don't think I ever single out one. Not you personally. No, but no. I think football fans in general do. I think yeah. each club have probably got their own one or two who yeah. they just really hammer can't yeah. get with. And it's Bonatini's like, turn. Yes, I like the Stoke lot. I know they really don't like um, McLean, but I mean. It's kind of understandable, yeah. isn't it? With there are him? many reasons yeah. why that is the case. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Andy. I think every team, every club, rather, and their fans have they've all got a player who they just don't yeah. rate. And it's, it, I guess it's it's it's, it's almost it, an enjoyment with it in some ways. Because well, like, it's very easy to be negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, anyone can be negative about anything. That's probably why Bulls fans have a lot of negative fans because yeah. it's very easy to yeah. be negative. It's very easy just to say. No, he's shit. Well, no, he's not very good. Although, if the popular opinion is who is really good, it's very easy to go against the grain. And just yeah. go, no, you know, he's not. He's not yeah, very yeah. good. Just to go against the grain. But unfortunately for Bonatini, the stats are increasingly going in the favour of the, yeah. ne- the negative the news. Because I mean, I don't think I don't think any of us would have signed him in the summer. Really, or, no. or well, we were, we were all surprised when mm. that was made permanent because there was. Again, there's not much evidence there, especially mm. second half of the season, to support that sign, and nothing's changed since. Um, and it still just looks devoid of of anything, really. It's mm. it's it's now we always used to say, or some of us used to say before, about his build up play and hold up play. And I, I personally, just my opinion, I don't, I don't see much of that mm. now mm. this season so far. Or and again, just calls into question what what actually we, yeah. why why did we sign him was. It. Must be Even the good there, things that he was doing in the second half of last season, they've just gone now. Mm. That hold-up play just isn't really working for him. The intelligent ball that he, he normally put through, it just isn't there anymore. Mm. And what do you do with him? Doesn't look on it, does he? No, I'd rather play Jota up front. Yeah, yeah, so I'd rather there. bring Jota off the bench. And now that Cav's back, we've got that option or to him. do that. <laughs> or yeah, or yeah, I'd rather yeah. stick him up front as well. Mm. Uh, final thoughts for less than bothered at all out of the court. Penalties weren't great, were Penalties they? Penalties are terrible, weren't they? Well, well, well. Sace just looked like he, oh, God, he, he was like the word. He, I think he clocked out. Yeah. And just like, oh, I can't even be asked. Whether it was from the angle I was at, but I thought Troy's penalty was actually all right, and the keeper saved, made a good save. It was a good save. It was a good save. It was a good save. I think a couple yeah. of it. I think a couple of he saved what was it, three in the end ward. I know what, I think yeah. one of them was a, one of them was a really good save. Saces was just abysmal. Like I said in the, the chat, I'd put everything I owned on yeah. him, missing that mm. because you could just yeah. tell. Seals' penalty tell. was quite good, wasn't it? The youngest 
player yeah. to yeah. type one. Youthful exuberance, wasn't yeah. it? He rocketed it in, didn't they? I thought fair. He was play. lovely. Yeah, it was quite a lot to see. He's got that memory, isn't he? But the rest were <laughs> the rest were atrocious. Uh, anyway, and we we got it to be out the cup. Oh well, because it was on the right. It said on the radio that we're not going to go down, but we're not going to win I, the league. Yeah, I think obviously. someone like Leicester probably would look at that as a target, wouldn't they, this season? Getting that cup. It's but, a realistic cup for them to yeah, get. Yeah, but I think that we approached that game last night the way they approached it with a number of changes, give people some game time. But I, I still have liked to see us yeah, gone to the next squad, round. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. I was talking to Dan yesterday. It's difficult to get invested in a cup till the quarterfinals, mm. really, because it's just watching reserve team football. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you haven't got to worry now. Mm. Right, we'll preview. The, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to preview the game of the weekend. Wolves take on Southampton at Molyneux. Three three o'clock kickoff. Everybody, love it. Is it's, that the first one of the season? I think home? it is. Yeah, back okay. at it. Yes. Uh, Goody sent me some uh, details on Southampton. Of course, last five games, and you <coughs> won one of those, which was um, uh, away to Palace. In all so far, won one, drawn two, lost three. Uh, obviously, of course, I mean Southampton just don't seem to be. The team of all, do they? No. They've really lost that mojo that people really liked about them and spied. You look at players beforehand, Lana and. But has that, that now just finally caught up with them? I think so. And they look so Mark Hughes now. Don't yeah. They? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Beige. Yeah. yeah. Gully's made the point here saying it's, it's a good, there's a good team in there somewhere, but Hughes is a flagging manager who hasn't teamed much in a long time. No. No, he he was very much yeah. a manager who came in to keep them up. Yeah, and usually you would be like, okay, thanks very much, shake your hand, goodbye, and they just yeah. thought, okay, we'll we'll keep you on. It just seemed a bit strange. But what I find with Southampton over the years, when they had that first two good years, and then they started just being absolute shitbags to the managers and just sacking yeah. them mm. without having any long term planning. Mm. And like you just said, Ad, it's caught up with them finally, and they're in this position now where they've got they've had no long term planning. They don't know where they're going. So yeah, they kind of. Well, it's all, isn't it? Because they, they, they had obviously they had what well, Atkins who did did well when he was there, and then there's right. a whole controversy when they got rid of him and got Pochettino in, but then Pochettino got poached from yeah. Spurs. Yeah. Then they had Cumin, was it? Well, Phil Pugh, they had Cumin yeah. who did well, but then it was all about it was about he wanted to spend, and then Everton kind of gave him the option. Yeah. yeah, to spend money. And I think and there were issues. Well, yeah. There were issues in the boardroom. I, I don't can't remember if it was did the owner die and his daughter took over or. There was something... It's been unrest, I think, at the top. I don't think that's really helped on the pitch either. I mean, and plus the, selling all the best players. Who else did got to a cut farm the sacked him? Yeah. 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 Puel has never been comfortable in this country. Was, Everywhere was he's been, yeah. there's always been whispers about him leaving, even when he's done well. Hmm. They were saying on the weekend that um, if Leicester had lost on the weekend... They'd have been yeah. calling for his head. Again. He's always a game away. two games away from the sack. Yeah. You know, they've got people like Cedric, Bertrand, Romeo, Redmond. You know, in theory, they've got bases of a good. What do they still have Shane Long up front? Yeah, yes. they do, because yeah. that's yes. a plus point for us. Yes, because he's <laughs> fucking dreadful. <laughs> well, they could have, but you know, they could have uh, Danny Ings play the weekend too. Obviously, has played well yeah, so far. Mm-hmm. Good old Danny Ings. I've got nothing against Danny Ings. I think he yeah. seems to be a decent, I decent always, bloke. I always used to write the way they. Um, Managed the club in regards to Atkins, yeah. got him promoted. And Saw very just... early that he wasn't the man to keep him yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. Instead of giving him a go and seeing what eventually would have happened, got Pochettino in, or however it went. And they always seem to have good managers, good players, yeah. and but they seem to just plateau. They seem to mm. properly and, progress, and, didn't and they? And Harry Marcuse is the epitome of plateauing as a football team. I remember when they got... 
Pochettino in and he couldn't speak English and he would do the press the press in Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. It's Argentine, yeah. Argentine, yeah. yeah. Um, and the, the press were quite, oh, I can't believe he hasn't learned English. And I think it came out years later that Alana said, well, actually he spoke to English with us. He just decided <laughs> to speak to you in Spanish. I thought it was yeah. great. Yeah, he didn't yeah. want to be misquoted, I think, yeah. was the reason, yeah. which that makes but, perfect sense. Yeah, so who did, so it's after Puel that got in that... Um, Pellegrino, Pellegrino, and he was yeah. dreadful. Yeah, he, he nearly got him relegated, didn't yeah. he? Until uh, Hughes come in and saved the day, I believe. <laughs> God, what, I'm what, gonna, what I'm, to turn to. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do a, a little flashback, of course. And it's one of the most oddest days in my new history. Wolves nil, Southampton six, but Wolves get a standing ovation at the end of the game. It's still <clears> something <throat> I can't understand. But my question is, if the scoreline last weekend was Wolves nil, Burnley six. With Wolves, all the chances they had, all the fantastic play, but just Burnley just just happened to be, every shot they had, they scored. In this day and age, would Wolves have got a standing ovation? No, no. no. So Never. explain to me, was it just a different time then? It, like I don't, I still we don't were, know why. We were facing adversity that time, weren't yeah. we? Because mm. that was when we had um, Hodler just gone. Yeah, we had no money. Our team was full of loans and scrappy players like Jamal Johnson and the like. And I think we just all thought everyone was against us, or we had this mm. mountain to climb. Just and sympathy clapping. <laughs> just felt sorry for him. Yeah, oh, felt sorry for him. Like a... Who was the? Who was the Polish striker? We got about three or four from. I forget. I forget. For them, pa- no, it wasn't Parhas. That was Saganowski La- or someone. Yes, that's I can't remember. Might yeah. Have been him. yeah, I remember him chipping Matt Murray from like twenty yards, and like I think oh, this is getting ridiculous now. <laughs> they won six on. They had five shots on target because I think one of them was an own goal, wasn't it? <laughs> it literally was a game that just didn't make any sense whatsoever. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, no. Is <laughs> it and going to Wolves then for this game? Is it just easy that same team? We go again. Mm. Yeah, same yeah, team. 100%. Yeah. Nuno's not one to change the team. No. Is he? No. To, to and, and the, the starting eleven, they're starting to gel. Like Yotta's improving. Costa's yeah. had his best game. Yeah. Fight, so on. So. I'd, I'd probably look at putting Dendonka on the bench. Yeah. Because yeah. I'd feel comfortable if he played midfield or defence, to be honest. Oh, yeah, he, he looked played very well. good he on played the ball. Very well. He played well last night. Yeah. forgot to mention for Leicester as well. Nice to see Cav back. Yes. He yes. did all right, I thought. And I'd yeah. probably put him on the bench as yeah. well, because it's good to have that option. I would rather have Dendonka on the bench than Courtney Hawes. Nothing against Courtney Hawes, but Dendonka looked just I'd, I'd rather have so him calm than Saiz, to be perfectly honest. I don't really see what Saiz is. No. Yeah, the, the few games, the few bits that he's done, he ain't really done much. No. So just to give him a kick up the arse, if nothing else. <laughs> just to show him that he ain't guaranteed to you know, warm the bench. Be in the squad, yeah. Uh, easy enough then. Predictions then for Saturday, of course. Wolves versus Southampton. On this Wednesday night, how are you feeling in your gut and your heart for Warhampton Wanderers versus Southampton Saints Football Club? I don't know that's how it's officially. But... No. Oh, well, Andy, I'm going to come to you first. What are you thinking? I think 2-1. I don't think we'll keep a clean sheet. I reckon Ings might get a goal. Yeah. I also think that Josh might finally break his duck. Anyway. That'll help the football index. Yes. <laughs> well, I've already sold all my shares in Josh because it was just ridiculous. He's come I've, back I've now. I've held on. To, I've held oh, on. To him. Yeah, he's come back a bit. Yeah. Adam. Well, if Shane Long plays up front, it's definitely Southampton nil. Yeah. Uh, but I think he'll be nil anyway. I think we'll win two nil. Two nil. Mez, what are you thinking? I was going to say. Actually, good telling you right now. I, I agree on the Ings. Thing, Ings thing. I think if he plays, I can just I do see rate a, him. A I do, scrappy I do, goal from them. I do rate him, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two one as well. I'm because we we are 
confident. Yeah. We're going to lose one at some point to a lower team. And it'll be interesting how people react point. to that, yeah. But I don't think it'll be Southampton. No. I think we are a better it'll team. Be it'll yeah. be Cardiff. It'll be Cardiff. Yeah, Warner could have an open top bus parade when he finally gets that win over us at Cardiff. Uh, I'm going to say 3 1. Yeah. Classic, classic three one. Have you checked the score three one? Yeah, I'll have my tea. Thanks very much. <laughs> right, of course it's quiz time, everybody. It's the Wolves versus Southampton quiz. Messi's been looking forward to this all day, all week, all week. Uh, so I think there's about six questions. There might be a tiebreaker question, depending how we go. It's Andy, Adam, and Mel all against each other. Dan has provided the quiz, of course. Here we go. Wolves beat Southampton 2-0 in our last fixture with them in the last season's League Cup. But who was the only non-European player in the starting lineup? So last time we played Southampton was in the Cup last season. Uh, we beat them. 2-0 at Southampton. Who was the only non-European player in the starting lineup? For us. For us. Who was the only non-European oh. player in the starting lineup? This is why dance quizzes are so good. Just shocking, isn't they? I know. I'm amazed they didn't do pulled up at work for not doing <laughs> yeah. any work while he's like taking all his time to research his questions. I'm trying to think who we had on mm. now. Non-European. Who did we have on now? I'm going to go with Sace. Go for Sace. Good shout. Is it a good enough shout? Morocco. Probably not. <laughs> or might it be? Uh, I'm going to go with Undai. Undai. Undy another day? I think it was Undy. Oh, yeah. There you go for Undy. The answer, gentlemen. <sighs> Nuadiko. Oh, he's Marlian, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Nuadiko. Speaks French. Our <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, next question. Paul Jones played for Wolves and Southampton, but how many times did he play for Wales? How many caps did Paul Jones get for Wales, gentlemen? Don't mean to go first. Here we go. 23. 23. 37. 37. 32. 32. Uh, I might as well just do nearest. Uh, it was 50. So Adam gets the point. Mm, I got my. There. Hurrah. He gets. <laughs> I thought, thought Neville Southall would have been in goal for all of his career, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll talk hard back to that 6 0 defeat. Wolves lost 6 0 at home to Saints in 2007. But who scored an own goal that day? Told you there was an own goal. Who scored an own goal that day? I was hoping the question was which Polish striker? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Who scored an own goal that day? I want to say Gary Breen. You're going for Gary Breen is one answer. Well, what you said earlier. If you think it was Matt Murray in goal, they got lobbed. That's what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Or did I? So what are you going for? So one Gary Breen. Go on, Matt Murray. Matt Murray. Is it Chrissy's boyfriend, Paul Butler? No. He don't do own goals. There's Gary Breen. Booyah! <laughs> 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 2-0 to Adam there. Uh, right, OK. Uh, so Wolves lost 2-0 to Southampton in the FA Cup quarterfinal in 2003. But which former player scored against Wolves? Chris Marsden. Chris Marsden is one answer. I think. He thinks. I was at that game. So you should know. Well, how old was I? It's a long time ago. <laughs> 15. To be honest, Chris Marsden's the only ex-Wolf I can remember playing for... Southampton other than Jones you're one of multiple answers you don't Nigel just... Quasi Nigel Quasi <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with Marsden as well it was Marsden so 3-1-0 three, <laughs> yeah. arrogance on yeah, that one well Adam could still get this I might as well use the, uh, the tiebreaker uh, next one then uh, former, war, former uh, manager Dave Jones made the most appearances as a player for which club so former manager Dave Jones made the most appearances as a player for which club 
Ooh. Is he scared? I, just... I don't even know who Mr. Player, to be honest. Tranmere. Tranmere's one. Adam and Andy, what are you going for? Chesterfield. Chesterfield. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, he played for some club in like Japan or sort of Korea. He might, might Grand have, Pesace. Might, be, might have uh, ended, I don't know, Everton. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> Everton. Touring the South East, Everton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the winner is South East's most popular club, Everton. It's Everton? Yeah, it was Everton. Oh, <laughs> romped home with this one. So 4 1 0. What was the name of Dame Jones's 2009 autobiography? Was it? <laughs> what was it? Dave by Dave. Dave by Dave. <laughs> <laughs> he should have been Dave by Dave. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to get My this. Life and Time with the Monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was Davy Jones. Wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I was a manager. I've no idea. No smoke, no fire, apparently. There we go. And final question. Southampton Van Craig David. Has... <laughs> you look like him. <laughs> what? Come here, Ken. Are you a selector? We get it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> E-Day. Get out of my house. E-Day. <laughs> Oh, no, that's a good television programme. Yeah. You should watch that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, how many Twitter followers does uh, Craig David have? Oh. Adam's won this, by the way, so we just, you know, just for the fun of it, for the laugh. Um, 162,000. 162,000. I reckon he's got a bit more than that. I reckon he's got 327,000. 401,000. 401,000. The answer was... 411,000. Just in that other one, didn't you? Yes. There you go. Well, quiz is done. Adam wins. Well done, Adam. Well done, Mike. What well do done. I get? Uh, Twix extra. This Twix wrapper. Well, it's not any Twix, is it? No, extra. The Twix extra. Well done. Right, we're going to finish the podcast, of course, with Twitter Corner. Your chance to send us your questions via Twitter at DeweyDeweyFCFanCast if you want to get in touch. And you can email podcast at WallsFanCast as well. So, gentlemen, first question is from Joe McKim. He says, Did it worry any of you how out of flow we seemed without the removal of a few regulars? I guess it's half a reserve side. It would seem a bit out of flow. Yeah. They seemed to have the same style, didn't they? I, yeah, yeah, there's nothing... Like you said, they, they put out a fairly strong team and we held them at pay. And now I'm fine with that. There you go, Joe. Put in your place. Uh, <laughs> our very own Gully says, uh, out of wrestling, dunking chocolate in your tea and football, which is your greatest love? Now, that's a tough one. <laughs> well, he hasn't said mine. That's dunking Easter eggs in the tea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> I withdraw from the question. Yeah. <laughs> greatest love? Dunking chocolate. Dunking chocolate. Andy? Um, football. Yeah, I'd say football. You've got to run a football it's podcast. Be football. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had to follow through based on yeah. earlier comments. S- Scott Bagley, uh, what would you rather have this year? Finish twelfth to sixteenth and reach the FA Cup final, or finish sixth to tenth and no cup run at all? So twelfth to sixteenth and reach the final, no, not win the cup. Doesn't say winning the cup. You could you could add that in if you want, or just reach the final, go to Wembley, or finish sixth to tenth and no cup run at all. Sixth to tenth. Does sixth get us a European place? Yeah. Yes. Uh, and that is the greatest prize of all. You're life. renewing your passport. Yeah. And what, the first option was finishing where? And win, win, win the FA Cup? Win no, the FA no, no, get to the Just final. Just get to the final. And finish 12th oh, to 16th. the potential of devastation. Yeah. Being sly. No. Well, we're having too good a run. Don't even risk getting upset. 
Don't do it to yourself. A, a cup win's nice, but in the history books, it'd be nicer to finish like. You assuming that we're going to win? There's a risk. No, that's what I'm saying. It would be nice. No, I, I would. I would go with uh, a final for the potential to win a trophy. He's Get our names on the trophy. He's going to risk it. I would risk it. He's going to risk it. Uh, Charles J says no Doherty, no win. Coincidence? We didn't win, did we? Well, we drew technically against well, we Leicester. Didn't win, <laughs> but didn't he play against Leicester in the league? He did because uh, Vardy needed yeah. to Vardy smash needed, his knee to bits. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So if he does play, we we don't win as well. Yes. There you go, Charles. What's a terrible <laughs> question, Charles. <laughs> what, what he's saying is that Do when better he doesn't, we definitely don't win. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Anthony Benton is Morgan gives White the next Paul Skulls. Oh, we were now not igniting the, the the MGW. I'm I'm saying yeah. I love MGW. As I said yesterday in the WhatsApp group, I think he'll have a better career than Grealish. I, I think there's Maybe a real. I hope he does, but no. I'm going to put a question out there to people listening and people tweet us, Facebook us. Are you in a WhatsApp group that when you put your phone down at night and wake up in the morning, you get about 200 messages? Because I don't think there's any other groups I'm part of on, on WhatsApp that has that effect. That like you've literally got like, right, what's going on? I don't even contribute, really. You don't ever. No, you don't. Yeah, I think you mute I, the group. I just don't. I don't really use WhatsApp because for that one of that really, if, you wanna, my if you're honest if you're honest you out of your slumber I just mentioned football index and suddenly you're awake <laughs> yeah. there's a time where <laughs> we have to the crack in the wakes and <laughs> we, have, we have to literally yeah. copy Mezzi at once and go is Mez still around I think Jake we put Jake in the group last week he made his debut last week and Jake's debut probably got a similar post count yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris now he's literally got he's drawing going what, here for the, two seasons. what the hell is this yeah. uh, Polcat it's a picture of a cat as well, so I'm guessing this is actually a cat as well. He sent this tweet in. Uh, now being at the Cowabunga Cup, how many senior <laughs> players won't get a game? Uh, can you remind why there isn't a reserve team league there used to be? Under 23s is overtaken the reserve team. Too, is that a concern though that you know you get out of the competition? A lot of these players who you, you need to give game time to senior game time won't get that time now. Well, Ruddy's gone. Ah, shit. We did go through a period of time where we kept arranging like midweek friendlies against Beyond Clouds Doors yeah. against Port Vale. Get game time, but it's not competitive. Not that reserve team football was really competitive anyway. But that's the best way to do it, I mm. think, would be to arrange those friendlies. Who's, uh, who's mad, mad hatter idea was it to have uh, that secondary Premier League? In B teams in the oh, championship. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Still a crazy idea. <laughs> it's like the Spanish, isn't it? Because that's what they do, isn't it? They have the B and C teams. Well, um, Ashley Benicil won't get any more 13 game time mm. until maybe not mm. even the pre- uh, FA Cup third FA round. Cup. Yeah. Uh, John Ruddy won't get any more game time. Courtney Moores won't get any more game time. <laughs> Sais is limited. Sais is limited. Uh, it's going to be a long winter. Yeah. Long That's winter. about it. Uh, Bonatini. Well done to the under 23s. They beat Sunderland. Did they 7 0 the other night? Just a 7, yeah. Just a 2 5 offer as well. No so, e- no Ebanks Landell at all near that squad. Was I offer being played like Target Man or something <laughs> yeah. to get play, to get two There's goals? Some really good goals as well That's from the Fantastic boys. finishes. I haven't saw it. And yeah. they're top of their group as well at the minute, aren't they? Because so. of goal difference. Top of the Premier League seven too, yeah. goals. Uh, that's great. I think that's it, gentlemen. I think we'll wrap it there. What well, I was asked this before we finish. I was asked this question last night. I don't know the answer to it. One of you like might. What's happened to Donovan Wilson? Is he still with us? Not as in no, alive, yeah. but as I mean, like, no is he one's still with. Didn't the, he? The, the, <laughs> still with the, the club. 
I'm remember, sure he's still alive. Should we send One of our young strikers got injured, but was that that might have been someone else? Oh, no, he, he was one that no, scored against yeah, amongst all the Southampton questions. He scored, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. And then obviously when we were at the cup, that was the end of him. But I don't know if he's still with us. Or the problem is, is we lost so many players on loan for the last two days of the transfer window. I've no idea who's still left at the club. Or did we? Um, Traffic him out to the Spanish team that we might like, have been. Yeah, <laughs> we've sent loads of players out uh, too. Final question, because somebody sent this after, right after the game against Leicester uh, from Diet Mouse. He says, uh, <laughs> <laughs> "It's a great name. Uh, are Wolves going to burn themselves out if Nuno picks the same starting eleven every week? No, not in the Premier League because there's more space, space between each game. Good, yeah. good. Uh, yes, he's on loan to FC Jamila." Oh, it's the feeder club that we've got yeah, about six or seven players. So that's where he's gone. Yeah. It's the what's the speeder team for Chelsea that they've got? Vitesse, Vitesse Arnhem. Yeah, mm. it's that same set. Look, we're uh, big Vitesse. time now, aren't we? We can have this. We're big time. <laughs> yeah. What do every big club? Uh, a feeder club. Let's get us one of them. <laughs> that was always oh. the first thing I'd do on Football Manager. I'd always pick Warsaw or someone. Would you? Just keep them local so they're not too far away. <laughs> get your enemies close. So they, yeah. <laughs> so they could go home to their mom and dads. Wolves just need the big three now, don't they? They've got the feeder club. They got the fireworks, just the fog machine now for pitch. <laughs> just the fog machine. Really dry eyes. <laughs> dry yeah. eyes. And we're done. Uh, I think we'll leave it there, gentlemen. What I'd like to see from people listening on the old social media is send us your videos of your cups of teas and your choice of chocolate bar or biscuit, dunking them and showing your technique. What happens? Does it dip in? Does it hold its shape? Be interesting to see. I'd especially like to see the the foreign contingent fans what they dip in their drinks. Yes, exactly. Like Portuguese pastry. What our our new American friends dunk in there. Bruise if they have. This is the subject of our time, gentlemen. And we need. What what I want to see on social media is Bennett for England trending. Yes, I think that'd be good. Was that Guardian article last week? The pod last week, or is that no? Yeah, we, we no, we mentioned last one. Well, it came out in between, didn't it? Oh, did he? And what yeah. what great advertising for that uh, cafe shop that's got a the, the lady's oh, got to sell it. Unfortunately, funny at the end, I, I laughed out loud when I read that at the bottom. It was basically like an estate agent's <laughs> article. Oh, and by the way, if anyone's interested in buying a coffee shop, basically put it up Portuguese for sale. Portuguese only. Yeah, Portuguese only. <laughs> <laughs> so renting a room out in your house. But it was a great article, criteria. and that photo they they obviously. Stage, but such a good photo, proper it, album cover photo. It made yeah. look. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was yeah. definitely like Keegan and Hoddle, not Keegan Hoddle. Uh, Waddle and Hoddle. Waddle and Hoddle. Diamond lights. It was like that in front of, well, between the Steel and the Duke of York, which is, <laughs> didn't get bet. Fred in the background. It's a place you don't want to get stuck in, really. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, we want to see those videos and pictures, what you do. Anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, following us on social. Uh, you can follow us all week. Um, just find us, Wolves Fancast, and you can find us there. And thanks to our sponsors, Hill & Smith Limited and Opera Creative as well. We'll be back next week, gentlemen. Talk about uh, Southampton. Another win, surely. Easy. Easy peasy with Easy. the lights. Easy. Just put them on anyway. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Just put the lights on anyway. Uh, yeah, and th- thanks for listening. And if you uh, listen to podcasts, you can get some iTunes and everywhere else. And sit- click subscribe. And if you do already, thanks for downloading. We do appreciate it for this free content we send out every week. We do appreciate it. We do it for them, don't free, we? Free it's all content. for them. It's all for you, as the song goes. All for you, our adoring fans. Yeah. We do honestly do appreciate it, genuinely. Uh, anyway, for this week, it's bye from Andy. It's been a pleasure. Bye from Adam. Bye, night. Bye from Chris. Bye-bye. Bye from me. See you next week.
now, the business update. After a difficult year, experts are optimistic a recovery is imminent, with key indicators improving. And yet, men everywhere continue to dress as if they just rolled out of bed. The economy is ready to bounce back. Are you? At Charles Tirrett, we have the high-quality shirts and smart menswear to get you back to your best. Try our introductory offer with three shirts for only $99, delivered free. Use code POD99 at ctshirts.com or any Charles Tirrett store. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. That's cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP.